Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest, who back again, is Lashonda, Lashonda Herring. And today we're going to be talking about your womb love. Lashonda says, I'm here to tell you you're an amazing woman. You're a diva, a queen, a goddess on the inside. You want something more out of life than what is presently showing up. She gets it. The womb love helps us create, connects to the past, connect to our relationship with others and ourselves. It's our guidance system. And we have chakras in our womb that affects our emotions. Did you know that, folks? I didn't know that, but this is a topic of conversation today. She's created a sacred place for women to get along, to, to get help along the journey to serve the tribe they were born to serve. She uses her toolbox, which is Reiki, hypnotherapy, law of attraction, metaphysical concepts, traditional education, BSS psychology, and MSW. She assists women in creating peace of mind so they can get clarity and their gifts and talents, which are then used to create financial security and abundance. And along the way, gain confidence and love who they truly are so they can stand in the power to create lifestyles that give them quality of time with family, friends, uh, where without being exhausted, without being overwhelmed, a time for caring for themselves to recharge the battery without feeling guilt and uh, feeling nurtured, supported and loved. I think we have somebody here very, very qualified to talk about this today. And uh, I'd love, you know, we, we did the show recently with... Um, with, with, she with Shelley, Dr. Shelley Neglo, and it was on the sexual woman, of, of embracing our womanhood, embracing our sex as women. And uh, you have a whole program that's going out on that. So we will talk about that in a moment. But the, you, know, you brought up the womb in that, and it was like, what? Womb? What? Chakras? I want to know more, and I'm sure my audience does as well. So welcome to the show, Lashanda. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. This is so much fun for me. It really is. Good, good. Well, we've got to make it fun. Otherwise, nobody listens, right? <laughs> Though it is a serious topic. You know, uh, a lot of people don't even know what the chakras are. You know, what does this mean? You know, what, what are you talking about alignment? And, you know, when we talk about taking that deep breath in and letting it out, it's actually aligning the chakras, isn't it? So that the chi, the energy can go all the way through the chakras because they are our guidance and balancing system. But womb in the chakras? Oh, I'm fascinated. Do tell us more. Yeah. So think about this. I think it's one of those things that we kind of forget sometimes is that the womb itself is its own system within our body, right? It's a place that gives birth, creates birth from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't it make sense? It has its own energy center as well. 
Mm -hmm. Right. We, we forget that as women because we're just so going through the motions and we think about babies or we think about that time of the month. Mm -hmm. We don't realize that there's an internal system, not just the physical system that's working, but an energy system that's working. So the seven main chakras that you have, you know, in, in your whole entire body are also located in your womb and they, and they carry the same kind of energy. You know, when we say that root chakra and we talk about, you know, how the root is about security and all of that, that same thing is happening within your room, even the sacral, even the voice, mm. you know, and we think about a womb as a voice, but think about it. It's speaking to you all the time. Most of the time, probably in a physical sense, if it's in pain, mm -hmm. it's trying to tell you something, you know, something doesn't feel right. It's out of balance. It's speaking to you. So those chakras are definitely in that system. Yeah, that got some chakras right here, um, all the different colors and all the different places that they are and what they all mean. I'll put this up on the YouTube and also on the posting as well. So people can actually get to see the importance of the chakras. But um, we're inclined to just see ourselves as human, almost blobs, you know, just, just the human matter, right? And you know, what we're trying to do is get people to actually understand that they're a spiritual being in a human body. And, you know, there is all the mechanic, nothing happens in our body without a reason, mm -hmm. right? Everything is designed for something. And it's quite incredible when you stop and break it down to look at the mechanics of this body that is, that when connected to spirit, connected to the chakras and the womb, just gives us all the possibilities we could want. Oh, absolutely. And, and we sometimes forget because we're so in routine. You yeah, know, we, we do, do, do. And yeah. we don't stop like you just started this with breathing. Yeah. Right. Because breathing gets us connected to say, oh, wait, there's more than mm -hmm. just the doing. You know, every day we feel something, but we're trained as adults, right? Adulting not to feel. Right. Suck so it up. Chin up. But step up and let right. all that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So we don't get in touch with that. And right. our womb has that same thing for women. It's a beautiful built-in guidance system that will tell us if we're in alignment, if we're off track, if something's not right in our life. Think about it when you've had partners in your life, right? Mm -hmm. If something doesn't kind of feel right or after you've been intimate with them, it's like, mm, my body's reacting differently. Yes. It's energy exchange. Yes. Not just fluids, folks. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, a lot of the time, I think if you, you know, if you're making a connection with somebody of the opposite sex or same sex, whatever it is, if you're making that connection, stop and think for a moment, is this just a chemical, you know, mm. a bond here where, you know, like, well, they turn me on or is it an energetic one? Because if it's an energetic one, you are going to dance together like you, you know, could not think possible. If it's just a chemical one, well, it can leave you, you know, after, the, sorry, the one bang, thank you, man. It goes like, well, what was that? Right. Because right. you didn't make the energy connection. No. And here's the thing. This is the other piece. When you allow somebody to enter you as a woman, they're entering a sacred place, right? Yeah. So when they enter, and like you said, they may leave fluids, but they leave their energy mark. So you are carrying that around. So now you've just changed your energy. Wow. That is so huge. Let's stop there for a moment to really look at this. When we look at being with a partner for a long time, and you know, I was... Mm, 20 years with my husband 
before I divorced. And a lot of those years were very, very unhappy. And it always felt like my duty, you know, to put out, so to speak. And, but it got to be something resentful. And, I, and it already, our energies were at odds. And it kind of became almost like a betrayal of myself to do this uh, because it was against my own energy to do yeah. it. And eventually that's what really stopped me to say, no, we can't go any further. Mm -hmm. um, but, oh yeah, it's, that's a huge one, that one. That really is a huge one that yeah. they're sharing their energy with you on, on more than one level. And uh, that can change your whole em energy chemistry. And so that's a pause in anybody's life at the present moment and going, yeah. are you feeling drained? Uh, could there possibly be the wrong energy with you? Absolutely. And, and it's really important that we stop. We keep yes. stopping and testing, you know, and that's just a breath. Like, how am I feeling? What's my body going to? Do I feel like I'm in my, because we all have different levels of normal and pH balances yeah. and that's the, you know, the physical part, but is, am I at my normal or do I feel off? Does something not feel right? Because you're right. After that energy is left, if it's an energy you don't like, you've got to get rid of it. Yes. You know, yes. you, you've got to get Urgent. rid of that energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For your own like rejuvenation. Yeah. Yes. You and to realign the chakras again, too, because it's rather essential that our chakras are aligned, isn't it? It's very, very important. Yeah, it's important for our physical body, you know, because we say dis-ease, right? Yes. There's yes. something going on in there that's not feeling right. And when our emotions are constantly not feeling right, it will cause disease in our body. It will eat away at things. It will cause like what I call the internal fights, right? Of our, of our atoms and things like that, fighting and not getting along and not producing the right things. But energetically, it also will send out energy of attracting the wrong things. Oh, yes. You oh, know? yes. You know, uh, we say you are what you eat, you are what you think, and you are what you put out. Yes. <laughs> what yes. you get back is just a reflection of your own inner self. <laughs> if you don't totally. like it, it's time to look in. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And so that's why that pause is important. And yeah. for us women, that womb can be a really great guide. Yes. You know, because women who carry around what I call the dis-ease in their womb, and there's many different kinds, but if you're carrying that around, that's your body trying to tell you something, something's going on something's not right. Yeah. You need to fix it because that's your creative center. Yes. Right? Yes. So if, if that Literally. Disease, yes. <laughs> right. So imagine your creative center having disease. Mm. What does that say in your life? When you look at that, I bet you'll see some other patterns in other areas of your life that aren't being as creative and they're not, you're not manifesting the things that you want because it is really connected. You know, our bodies, like you said, we're spiritual beings because our bodies are so perfectly designed yeah. to tell us when things aren't right. But do we listen? That is the question, you know. Oh, you know, we pop a pill. Oh, you know, we go to substances. So, you know, and or we start going in the blame and the shame or, you know, um, the I'm not worthy. <laughs> you know, so we go through all of those emotions before we get to the one that says, well, really, what you need to do is change directions. Totally. And think about that. Like if I am in control and I have full control, that's the other thing. Like you need to keep telling yourself that I am a creator. 
Mm-hmm. that I can and and we only think of it in, in, in the sense of women as oh I, I create you know life I create a baby but no you are a creator so when you take on that power and you stop and think and be like okay this isn't working how do I fix this yeah how do how do I course correct how do I change that you know and I, I use the womb as a guide as really telling me if things are working because like when she's peaceful I know that things are going on right. And like we said about the chakras in there, when they're aligned, things are going on right. And I'm able to create with ease. Because think about it as a woman. If you're having pain down there, can you really function in your day? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I always say that I get bombarded all the time with people wanting me to join things and do things, etc. And I always go, if my core is in agreement, I'll look into it if my core isn't. And really the core is just kind of here where the womb is, yeah. right? It is the, it is the, um, the generator. It's our energy generator, our creator generator. And if it's not functioning properly, then you don't have your guidance system in full operation. And that's when you start making decisions that aren't good for you. Drama. Drama, yeah, drama, drama, <laughs> and the whole violins come out. <laughs> yes, uh, and you know it's not the kind of um, orchestra we want. You know, we, you know, we. Everything about life is a rhythm, isn't it? Oh yes, absolutely. Oh, that is so good. Oh my goodness, there's there's a Native American. I'm a very spiritual person. You guys will hear hear that as I talk. But there's a Native American um, belief that realistically, we as women are there to carry the energy of our families. Mm-hmm. Right? We're the nurturers. We're there to carry it, and our cycle is a way of us you know, carrying it and then we release. Mm. So every month we are meant to release all of that energy, not just the blood that we release, but energetically, that is our time to kind of decompress, to get rid of all that. If you notice, we always say women are so emotional during that time. There's a reason because that's our time to release. So the emotions have come up for us to release. So then our next cycle, we can help out and support the family again, because we all know when we're full, we can't really, if we're full of negative stuff, we can't help other people. But when we release and we have an empty cup where we can take things in again, we're renewed, we're restored. And that's the way that flow is. So like you say, we're built in a flow. You know, we talk about tides and moon cycles. We are totally built in flow. And our cup when we're full runneth over because we can't help but share, right? Because that's who we are, you know, um, naturally within ourselves is to want to share. You know, you can't wait to share. Have you seen? Did you hear? You know, have you tried? You know, you've got to see this. You know, we're very enthusiastic about sharing. And when we're in that positive energy, it's very intoxicating and it's very igniting. And so you can, through your exuberant energy, ignite another heart and soul wake them up you know oh gosh what is what is this feeling i haven't felt this before this feels good (laughs) hold on to that feeling nurture that feeling and honor it right please honor yourself oh my gosh honor is such a big deal it is such a big deal you know it's interesting as women you know i'm going to go back to this analogy because it's it's prevalent for a lot of people if you have children right? You want to teach your children how to take care of themselves and be the best self they can be. But do you do that? Yeah. Where's the example? 
Right. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. Children listen to what we do, not what we say. Yes. (laughs) They never listen to what you say. (laughs) No, no. They do not. So if you want your child to be the best self, have the best self-esteem, all of that, you have to be that example. And self-care, self-love is that example. Because you're teaching them, take care of yourself first. Like we're on the airplane, right? Put the yeah. mask on yourself first. And because you're full and then you can give, like you said, your cup runneth over when you fill it up with the right things. And so self-love is so important. And womb, we don't, you know, we don't do womb care. We're not yeah. kind of taught in a lot of, in a lot of cultures, a lot of traditions, we're not taught womb care. And that's so, oh my gosh, so special. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced it, but um, there's what I'm trained in as a practitioner as steaming. And it literally is kind of like the simple term of it is like, you know how you have a tea and you put all your herbs in it? Mm-hmm. Well, literally, we kind of sit over that pot of steaming herbs mm-hmm. and the energies and all of the nutrients of those herbs go into our womb. And it is like, uh, you know how you have a facial and you put your steam on? Well, it's the same thing for your womb. How loving and kind is that? You know, the place of birth, if you take care of that and love on that, imagine what you would get back. I think one of the things we've got to not think of is just as a womb as a manufacturing plant. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, you know, I have a daughter right now who's, who's pregnant, first pregnancy, you know, first grandchild. And when someone is pregnant, we're inclined to look after them more. They're inclined to look after themselves more because they're carrying and making this child. It isn't once the child is born, you forget yourself. It's back to the oxygen, right? If you are depleted, then how are you going to look after that child? Because it's not just the caring and the making of the child where you need to give the loving care. That loving care of you needs to be there all the time because the child is reliant upon you. Absolutely. That is so accurate because think about that. We, We are you know, like we just talked about that foundation. Mm-hmm. We are those nurturers. We are those caretakers. And that womb is that place that bursts that. Yes. You know, it bursts that all the time, not just the baby, but it bursts that energy. So if that womb is not healthy, it affects everything. Think about it. Like you talked about with your husband and having and having to do that duty, mm-hmm. right? That that impacts you and how you feel and, and your womb. Yes. And, And so if your womb is not healthy, and let's say you do, you're in a loving relationship, well, you're not going to want to have intercourse. So now that's impacting your relationship. If you have pain down there and you have a family to take care of, well, now you're out for the day or however long that is, you're not able to take care of it. If it feels kind of weird, then your mood feels weird. Yes. Just a little simple thing. So you're not at your best. It's telling you, pay attention. Something's going on. And don't always just assume it's something physical. Yeah. You know, we've got to understand that, like, you know, cancer is 80% emotional disease. And, <sighs> you know, you talk about dis-ease. Well, diseases come from dis-ease. Yes. And um, many, many different new diseases like fibromyalgia, et cetera. I have that. That came about at the end of my marriage where it set in motion then mm-hmm. uh, through the dis-ease that I was in. The guilt of wanting to leave right? And the, yeah. um, you know, still children at home. And um, 
am I being selfish? Yeah. And should I just suck it up? And all of that. And then my body just started breaking down because I wasn't paying attention to it. Yes. And so if you've got those signs, those signs that are there, please pay attention. Don't wait until everything breaks down. Absolutely. And there's another component that people, I, I'm going to take this slow because this is so powerful. When we talk about energy, right, that impacts our body, think about as women, unlike men who um, create sperm throughout their life, right? Yeah. We as women are born with all of our eggs inside of us. And they just grow and they, you know, they get nurtured as we grow and then they deteriorate as we get older. Right. <laughs> but, but think about that. So we have all of our eggs inside of us. So all of those beings that, you know, that could possibly come to life are in us. We are in our mother's womb. And we're in our mother's womb when she's in her mother's womb. Right. So we're getting the energy from our grandmother, whatever she was going through when she was pregnant, we got the energy from our mother. So all of that transcended, even before you had a chance to say your first word, Right. you were infused with all of that energy. So sometimes people, you know, they grow up or they're, they're in their early twenties or something. And they're feeling this kind of like, I don't know what this is. I didn't, nothing has really gone on yet. Yeah. We have the energy of our parents and our grandmothers as women. We're, we're that only being that carries that because we felt it. We felt the grandmother pain. So remember that generation. If I had a grandmother who went through the depression, mm -hmm. I was in my mom's, you know, womb dealing with these things, that energy of living through that. Yes. You know, so we are so connected and tied that sometimes we don't even realize how that wearing and tearing on the body, where it even, some of it even came from. Some of it is our choices, but some of it's energetic. Yeah. A hundred million percent believe that it's not just our ancestral, uh, but it's our past life energy as well that we carry with us. Yeah. And very often we just kind of, I just don't understand where this comes from. I don't understand why I'm afraid of this, or I don't understand why I feel so sad about this. And sometimes, you know, if you have family speak to them, Get them to open up and understand the difficulties. There is that um, show, Who Do You Think You Are? Uh, where they go into their ancestral thing and, and everybody comes out with like, wow, you know, um, what that person went through. You know, and my life is so much easier today and that strength that they had, you know, I feel I have in me. And it's, it's a connection that we're looking for, but it's also an appreciation of the struggles that your, your forefathers have gone through and your past lives. I always say it's something you haven't cleared up in the present life and it's going to go on and on and on until you do, however many lifetimes it takes. So clear your sugar <clears throat> now in this lifetime so you don't have to give your next lifetime the same pain and anguish. So again, don't just think about the body and that this is the limitation. We have to look at the, all the multiple dimensions that we take within us, within our womb, within our cellular structure. Oh, absolutely. It, it's totally uh, an all-encompassing. Mm -hmm. We are very complex. Yes. We are so complex. And that's the beauty of us. You know, it really is. And, and find ways to heal, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, they, and they don't have to be complicated. You know, a lot of times we, um, we go to doctors for our physical you know, 
but where do you go for your spiritual and your emotional healing? Yeah. Where do you go for that? Because you need it. Like you really, like you said, it could be a past life. It could be some other energy. You need to go to someone and, and figure that out. Get, Cause you don't have to just deal. That's the thing. That's, yeah. You don't no. have to just deal. There is no, no of this suffering in silence. Yeah. You know, the, those days have gone, <laughs> you know, sorry, <laughs> that melodrama is obsolete. You know, now it is like I am feeling discontent. Where is that discontent coming from? Who do I go to that can hear me, that can see me, that can help me unravel this, clear it, understand it so I can be liberated from it? Absolutely positively. You know, one of the things I tell women, um, even when I work with them in other areas and we're not doing necessarily wound work is have you had a bath? Mm. Cause remember water, most of our yes. body is, is mostly water anyway. Wonderful conduit and water, right? Oh, amazing. Lovely, Cause it teaches us flow again. Yeah. It goes back to all of the things. Water is a great purifier. And even though, yes, it'll clean your body, but spiritually, and I call it a spiritual bath go in the bath, create this amazing atmosphere, whatever that looks like for you. Because remember, your internal guidance system is connected to the divine. So you know what you need some most of the time, if not all the time. Sometimes we don't know because we're blocked. Yeah. But most of the time, you know. So if you go in there and you're like, you know what, I feel like roses. You know what, I feel like this scent. I feel like, yes, that is exactly what you need. And sit there and put a journal to the side. Maybe you want some music. And write it out. Ask for clarity. Yes. Ask yes. for healing. Ask for guidance. Like, where do I go to solve this problem? And you might just get a hit. Well, this name or this thing came up and then Google. Yeah. You know, the yeah. wonderful tool. Pay attention to the signs. Yeah. For, you know, I don't have a, a bath here. I have a shower, but I love getting into the shower and just letting the water rain down on me. And it's kind of washing away my anxiety. And very often I'll do tapping while I'm in, in the shower because okay. I find tapping in the water it's just, uh, you know, it, it just vibrationally, it, you know, explanation it, it, it so much more. And that water is a cleanse. The other thing for me is wind. You know, oh. I love being out in a breeze and a wind and it's just blowing it all away. I give it, I give it to you, wind. Take it away from me, right? And so water and wind. And if you look at it, the, the current of the sea, everything is in flow. And the, where we get hung up and where we have problems is when we become stagnant yeah. and so we have to go what's blocking our flow and talking about our chakras i did a show a few years ago which was fascinating um on uh, the clairvoyant chef and it's if you are craving a certain vegetable of, of a particular color that's generally that chakra that needs to be fed and one of the reasons to eat a very well-balanced vegetable diet with all these different colors is also to feed your chakra, right? Because we also feed visually as well as we do um, vibrationally. Oh, absolutely. We totally are always giving, our body's always giving us signs to keep us healthy. Yes, yes. You know, it it's all there. Are we, are we listening? Right. You know, that's the biggest problem. You know, I, I will get people say, how many people listen to your shows? And I say, all those that are ready to hear. Yes. Because all I can do, I've got a library here. Come in and cruise, pick out the show that you feel you need to hear. But you've got to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, nobody can force you to. So when you know that you feel you're ready, what can I do? Well, I have people like you here who are sharing exactly what they need 
to do. You're not there to do it for them. You're there to give them their kit yes. on their journey of life. Absolutely. Right? We're guides. Exactly. That's all we are. You, have a map, you know, have a map for them in a sense of when you get to this crossroads and you don't know how to make a decision, this is what you do to, to find out which way to go in the fork. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but you're not there to tell them which way to go. You know, it's just to show them how they can navigate their own life with yes. what skills and what tools. Absolutely. You're the guru of your life. Yeah. And that, that's what we're all trying to achieve is how do I know myself better? How do I hear the signs? How do I know the signs? How do I stay on my path, quote unquote, which you're always on, but yes. how do I stay on that path? How do I do it with ease? And you, to do that, you have to become the guru of yourself. And it is a mind, body, spirit thing. Yeah. You know, if you leave one of those pieces out, oh yeah, you will definitely create the drama. Right. There's no question about it. But you know, you use the word ease. And I believe that as human beings, we've been taught that no, in order to have joy, you must suffer. <sighs> Things must be different, difficult. You must sacrifice. You cannot have joy without pain and trauma. And I don't know who wrote that book. <laughs> I want to burn it. <laughs> you know, life will have its obstacles. Life will have its challenges. They're not there to flatten you. They're there to help you rise up from it with skills and tools and wisdom to, to take your next step. That's all it is, considered an obstacle course. But why do we have to grab hold of everything and become so suffragettes over it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think, I think we think there's this medal we're going to get if we suffer the most. Like, I'm, 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 I'm leading the course in, in yeah, suffering. I'm a gold meddling sufferer. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's so not. It, yeah. It's not about that. It is about when we're in alignment, alignment, once again, we can create ease. Yes. And we're here to create because here's the thing. The suffering becomes the hard way, you know, of, of, of creation. You know, yes, like you said, we, have, we will have challenges. And you know what? We learn from them because what we look at and we say, oh, I don't want that anymore. And so we can make that be a suffering point or we can let it say, huh, okay, I realize I don't want that. So let me shift and let me go do something different. Cause now that's heightened for me what I do want. Like if you have poverty and you're like, oh, I don't want that anymore. Okay. Let me find a ways to be abundant. Let yes. me find ways to bring money into my life. So you can either suffer and say, okay, I'm just in poverty. I'm going to stay here forever. This is my plight. Or you can say, huh, I realize this, this feels uncomfortable. Let me figure out a different way. And, it's you know, again, that goes back to the permission. Of, we, we as women are constantly believing that we need to have permission to feel worthy. No, we do not. The, right. the only person that gives you permission is yourself. Nobody else has the right to give you permission. And your worthiness is the worthiness you place upon yourself. My mom always used to say that to me, and it took me a long time to get what she was saying. The, the value you put on yourself is the value that people will take you for. That's and it good. took me a long time to really understand what she said, because I was always bending into a pretzel to please everyone else and at my own expense. And I didn't have a high enough value on me, and I'm not talking the dollar sign. Right. I'm talking about my own inner worthiness. And it took a long time for me to stand in that worthiness and say, I am enough. Oh, my gosh. 
that's a powerful statement. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. You know, I, and, and you can tell, and I don't care what you say, but look at your world around you. I know for me, like when I didn't feel enough, oh my gosh, look at my relationships. Look how catastrophic and drama filled and how the people around me were devaluing me and, and, mm -hmm. and not, I, you know, not listening to my boundaries, even just simple right. things. The negative you know, energy attracts the negative energy. Absolutely. So I was not feeling worthy in any form or fashion. And my life was reflecting it. I don't care what your words say. Your life reflects your reality of yeah. what your core values are, what energy you're sending out. You know, so you're right. When you feel worthy, life changes. We have to understand, you know, we, we look at that radio sign, you know, where it, it's the beep, 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 going out. That's us. <laughs> we are beep, 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 beeping all the time. And it's, what are you beeping? <laughs> you know? And is this one to shatter people, you know, because it's full of anger or angst or anything else? Or is it one that's invitational? Is it one that's uplifting? Because you are going to attract what you put out. So if you want to attract better, rise up in your own existence and become that better that you're looking for. Absolutely. And that's perfect. You know, here's the thing. And, and, and we're taught this, unfortunately, as a society and women, that we want somebody else to come in and treat yeah. us like queens yes. and goddesses and all that. But when you ask women, what do you do for you? Um, um, but if you're not treating yourself this way, how can you ask somebody else to do it? You know, if uh, you by don't example value, again. Yeah, right? everything's by example. Don't do what I tell you to do. Do what I do for myself. You know, because yes. yes. <laughs> that's translates even, especially in our intimate, long-term relationships. Yeah. Right. Because on the surface, when we meet people, everybody's dating and everybody's wonderful. But when you're in that intimate relationship, if you don't value yourself, if you don't treat yourself well, it's going to show up. It's going to play out. And your partner may definitely not may definitely will mirror that for you. Or take you know? advantage of that. And that's oh the thing, gosh. you know, uh, you know, for some people, you know, the, you get the statement, you're not the woman I married. No, we evolve. Right. We change. If that's, that's, you know, you know, I'm not the 20 year old, I'm, you know, 30 with kids or 40 with this and 50 with that. And it's like, we evolve and um, you're going to in a relationship where people may evolve at different times. And so mm -hmm. the partner needs to be supportive during that time while you're in your self discovery. Right. Yeah. And, and guide you and love you. And, and just uh, maybe even say sometimes, you know, I love you, but I don't particularly like what you're doing right now. Be open and honest, open dialogue. Don't look upon it as somebody's macheting in you. They mm -hmm. are just being honest about where you're at right now, because then you have a, a reflection back for something you can fix. But if you're in a relationship where they don't want you to grow, they don't want you to be independent. They don't want you to be yourself abundantly because they're afraid you will leave them. Yeah. Right. And they're suppressing you down. Why are they suppressing you down? It's for themselves, not for you. Oh, absolutely. It is totally personal. You know, it's not something that's for your good sometimes. And that's where that discernment and the energy in the body comes in. Yes. You know, because your body and your energy and things like that will keep giving you clues, just like it gives you clues when there's disease. It'll give you clues about your relationships and the emotional stuff. And I think another thing we need to look at is an awful lot of people 
especially if they are in relationships or you know do have younger children um even in work you you know with with their work you know they're scared to change it especially obviously during this entire environment right now jobs are you know obviously gold but it's the worthiness that you put on yourself is obviously the worthiness that people are going to take you for but it's this um constantly bending to other people's will instead of the will of ourselves because we're scared to rock the boat you know we're scared we may lose the job we're scared we may lose the husband or the boyfriend we're scared that we may lose friends and uh, i know that when i went into my own self-discovery i said to everyone because i was always their counselor i'm sorry folks i can't be there for you right now and if you want to be there for me to understand i'm going in through a transition and this transition is my own self-discovery at the present moment. And this is where my energy is going to be. I'm afraid I can't share it with anyone else. And I got accused of being selfish. And I said, yes, I am. I'm being selfish. I need to be selfish for me right now because I can't continue giving when there's nothing coming back to me. That's it. That's it. And that's wisdom. Mm -hmm. That's real wisdom. You know, when we realize that, wait, I'm not my best self. Yeah. I don't care what you try to pretend to do. If you're not your best self, meaning you don't feel worthy, you're not in good health, your energy is not right, there's no way in the world that you can give like you're supposed to right. or that you can serve or be there as an example for anyone else. You've got to take care of yourself first. And that's so beyond being selfish. It's self-care. Yeah. You know, it's the self-care that we need to do. And that is so important and critical for our success, for thriving. I, you know, that, uh, again, I don't know. I think the younger generation maybe today maybe is more, you know, um, I, I'm not going to be the sacrificial lamb my parents were, right? You know, I'm going to speak out. I'm going to say what I like and I don't like. And I think we see more of that in our younger generation. Good. I'm glad, you know, because we don't want you to go through the breaking down of everything. And then as a phoenix trying to rise up again, you know, prevention is better than cure. So if something doesn't feel right, your core does not feel right. You do not need to have the cosmic two by four to realize there's something wrong and that you need to pay attention to it. This is the time to go in and go, where is this coming from? Absolutely. Perfectly put, Sarah. Totally, totally, totally. And, you know, I have, I have girls that are in their 20s, and it is really cool to see them be more enlightened than I was. The your you girls? Know. Yeah, I'm about to You only to look be... 20 yourself, my darling. <laughs> I'll, take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. I will so take it. No, I will be 50 next year. You've so, got to be kidding. No, no way. I would have put you in your 30s. Absolutely. Oh, um, <laughs> I will totally take that. Absolutely. You're obviously doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, and, and it is. It is that thing of, you know, we're learning. So hopefully, like you said, that next generation can just take it on. That doesn't have to do the pain. Like, please don't pick up my struggle. You know, pick right. up my positive things. Like, yes. pick up the joy. Pick up yes. the other stuff I've learned with the wisdom. Leave that other stuff. Let, let's break the chain. That is the, the chain. That's the whole thing. We've got to understand that, that our ancestral, you know, DNA, um, you know, our womb DNA, our past life DNA is patterning that's going on that we haven't recognized needs to be severed, you know, needs to be stopped. And yeah, um, I look at the man that my daughter married, 
100% opposite to her father in every way, <laughs> you know, and they, they actually are the ones that told me to divorce, All right? They said, mom, this is enough. And, and I said, but you know, your children, no, 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 we're fine. We're fine. We've got each other, right? And it's like, I would never have been able to say that to my mom and dad, although they should have divorced, you know, he wouldn't have dreamt of it. But it's, why are we not giving our kids a voice? Because we've got to understand while we're going through that battle, it's having a negative ricochet on them. And for them to stand up and say, hey, I'm sorry, you guys shoot is affecting us. Either sort it out or split, right? And, and it gives the power to our children to have a voice as well, because they're seeing us from a different point of view to the way we're seeing ourselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When, when they're in their real clear clarity, they don't have all the baggage we have. Right. There's such things that they can see. Um, and, and, you know, we're all teachers. Yes. No matter what age we can learn. I tell people all the time, we can learn from anyone. I used to work with people who were addicted to drugs and some of them were sober and some were not, but I'm telling you, I learned from all of them. Right. You know, that wisdom, that divine wisdom comes through. Doesn't matter who you are, what age, what you've been through. If you're listening, that divine wisdom for you will come through. You know, I always see people say to me, what have you learned the most out of doing all of these shows? I say, it's been the perfect therapy. <laughs> I can't do shows with people like you without it benefiting me in some way or other. And that really comes to it, doesn't it? Is that there are people like you out there. You have a program out there. You've been doing this a long time. You know how to recognize the signs. You know how to help people navigate through it. And so we have to come to that point in our lives. Okay, I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to connect with someone. And that's the reason I do these shows. If somebody's listening to this today and they hear you, they feel your energy and it's resonated with them, then you now can work together because your energies have connected, right? This is, this is a big, huge yellow pages here going on right now, right? And the thing is, we're not alone. But what's the first thing we feel when we feel at dis-ease or the core isn't firing as the way it should and we feel everything around us is crumbling, that we feel alone. And this is the time to, okay, maybe you can't turn to family or friends. They don't understand. They're going through their own stuff. This is the time to go into this library, to listen to people like you and go, there is somebody out there who knows what they're doing that can help me. I am no longer alone. Yeah, absolutely. Your show is a beacon of light. You know, it really Because is. I have a lot of light bulbs like you. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy. You know what? And it, and it is a joy. It's an honor. I tell, I tell my clients all the time, it's an honor, you know, to you inviting me on this, on your journey, mm. you know, that's an honor. That's a gift because like we said, we learn from each other. There's the, something the you're doing way. or I'm saying it to you, but I'm really saying it to me. Yes. You know, all the time that happens. And, and it's such a gift to be of service and to be the light Yeah. You know, and, and hold my little piece. Like you said, of this, big vast um beauty this bold big light yeah. like the sun you can, you know the thing is you can only help people once you know they've they're willing to wise up to that energy and you connect and you're there to help them with the this part of their journey and then when they go on their journey it's not for them i mean sometimes they may just call you up and go okay i'm at another crossroads i need help right or they may meet other people along the way when we're looking at 
and I've interviewed an awful lot of uh, psychiatrists or psychotherapists, and, and as one of them changed the name to sacred sacral therapy you know or to do with the sacredness of our therapy because you know uh, psychiatrists deal with the head and they don't deal with the psyche and we know that where the disconnect comes through is when our soul heart and spirit and mind are disconnected our body is a reaction of all of those four things and if those four things are not ignited are not functioning properly our body is going to feel at disease and we need to reach out to someone who's going to help us you know put ourselves at ease or how to to switch those ignitions on because once they're there this is the knowledge this is the knowledge bank the head but the soul is the divine message it's the channeling of the wisdom that resonates with the heart that goes to the spirit into action where the mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it that is your chakra alignment that is your core womb in truth and when you get there and you know how to get there there is your guidance system right but you've got to get there and then you need somebody like you who shows them how to get there how to align themselves Absolutely. Absolutely. And I tell people with alignment, anything's possible. But when we talked about earlier about ease, that's the other piece. Like, that's what I really want people to understand is like, when you have that alignment, things come with ease. There's not so much efforting. There's not so much energy. Yes. That has to go out to do things. Like even when you work your job, even for those entrepreneurs I work with, realistically when you're in alignment something you thought would take eight hours now takes five yes because it 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 comes you're in alignment you're getting those divine downloads you know what to do instead of thinking like okay wait how do i do this can't find the paper can't find this no 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 when you're in that alignment you can cut down time so now i've got more time to do more fun things to do more enjoyable things to refill the cup right and, you know, as you said, the, the womb is creative, right? How do we step into the creativity? We step into the womb love. Yeah. We step Absolutely. into the chakras, you know, the chakras for people who don't know, you know, there's the, uh, the crown chakra, the brow, the throat, the heart, the solar plex, the spleen, and the root. And that is our alignment. If you've, if you, it's it's the, the wiring. Right. And if the, any of those wirings are not, you know, wired in properly, you know, this ignition of our generator can't work. And so, but when we're in that, when we're in the zone, we're in the now, we're in that creative source, everything you need will be at your fingertips. It will be there, right? You don't need to look for it. It's suddenly it's there and, and you're in the creative juice and you're out of thought and you're in flow. And then you can look back afterwards and go, wow. Look at that. And that's because you allowed yourself to go with the flow and you didn't dictate. That's it. That's it. You didn't let all the stuff get in the way, the fears, the anxiety, the old past stuff, the old habits. Absolutely. Things come with ease and you'll find that people will show up like, Mm -hmm. oh, I really like, I feel like I need this. People show up, ideas show up, experiences show up. So you don't have to go searching for hours and looking. It's called attraction, right? We say the law of attraction. Exactly. It you comes will, to you. You will get the clients that need you yeah. because that energy is there. I get people like you. I don't need to go looking. Right. The energy beacon is already out there. I get energy like people. 
to interview. So this is just expands on the energy on the orchestra, right? With everybody's instrument being played. And so, you know, I've, I've had people say to me, well, why don't you have people with more adversity? And I said, because we're a solution-based show. We can talk about the problem, but we're going to be talking about the solution because if we don't address the solution. All we're doing is feeding the negative. Right. So again, be mindful of what you're feeding. Right. There isn't anybody that goes through life without some form of heartache. Right. Yes, the heartache is because you've lost something. But go back in time to when you had it and realize the memory of it is always there, always there. And nobody can take that away from you. Never, never, never. And it's so funny that you say that um, because I lost my mom when I was like in my 30s. And, um, and that was really hard because I'm my mother's only child. Mm. So, and she was what I call my biggest fan, right? So when I lost her, it was like, I felt lost. I felt so disconnected from this world. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like the things I was doing, I was in social work for years and I was like, okay, this doesn't feel good anymore. What do I want to do? And I was searching and searching. And until about, I'd say about five or six years ago, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I went back to work and all this stuff. And I started this business and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this. And, you know, I was mulling around for a little bit. Then all of a sudden I started thinking about my mom and I was like, okay. And I remembered when I went through her stuff after she passed away, you know, you have to go through the stuff, you have to sort it. I found this folder. And in this folder, my mom had been a teacher for 20 some years. She was a special ed teacher and she loved it and she was really good at it. But I open up this folder and there's all these business ideas mm. and notes next to them of things that she wanted, that she wanted to manifest and never got a chance to do it. So I call it her folder of dreams. Mm. And when I thought of that, I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help people not pass away with a folder of dreams, but help them manifest it now. Yeah. Now. We don't want that big word as people cross over the big word regret. I regret I did not. Mm-hmm. We want people to go, it's okay for me to go home. I've done what I came here to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have to do that, like you were talking earlier, from that place of alignment. That's how we get things done. Yeah. Yes. You can't do it out of, out of balance. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, because, again, going back to the chakras, going back to, into the core, the womb core, the clarity comes in that alignment, in that flow. Yeah. Right? It's when, when the, the rivers and the waters and the wind is all in flow, things are in movement. Do you want an idea to move and manifest into something? Then it needs to flow in through that creativity into something that is actual. And it can't do that if it's got to go through a maze where it's going to have blockages and cul-de-sacs and everything along the way, right? So we owe it to our own creativity, to our own ideas, to our own possibilities, to allow everything to have a flow. And the other thing is, do not say to yourself, but who do I think I am to do this? Mm. Right? If you were given this vision, you were given it for a reason because the divine knew that this was your gift to use, to learn, to share. Absolutely. Don't question that. 
Absolutely. And only you can do it. Right. Your way. Yes. It's your way. So don't, like, I'm not like this. You're not supposed to be. That's the misnomer right. that we've been trained, like in school. You got to act. Everybody's got to act this way and do this with me. Nice little box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not, we are unique. Yes. All unique. So when you have your message, it's uniquely for you to deliver because you have people connected to you that need to hear it and only will receive it from you. Right. I very often think, you know, because I'm an analog person, that I'm that old to remember actually turning the channel, turning the knob. Yep, and, I do too. You know, you know, back and forth, back and forth until you get, the, you know, the exact yeah. one. And now everything is digital and it jumps to it. And, you know, I'm Harry Potter fan, uh, fan you know, the, uh, the train station, nine and a half, you know. And it's like, look to what's in between. You know, turn that knob until you're channeled right in. Uh, don't just go, well, I can only get this and I can only get that. Well, use something else to hone in on exactly what it is you're meant to be doing. Because it's not always clear until you are willing to walk forward to meet it. Yeah, absolutely. We're all on this hero's journey. Yeah. So, and the hero's journey isn't one step or three steps. No. There's a lot of little stuff. There's challenges. It calls it challenges and tests and things yes. for us to really get clear. And that's how we find our uniqueness yes. in that, you know, because we all can say, oh, I've been through this experience. Yeah, but my experience went like this and yours went like this. And I learned this piece, but I learned this piece over here. All of those things are creating this unique individual that has this unique gift to give to the world. Unique folks, not comparison. Yes. You may do the same thing as other people, but you do it in your way. You have to, oh, are you, are you trying to be an Oprah? I said, no, Oprah's Oprah. She's taken. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I'm somebody's strong cup of black coffee. I'm sorry. This is Sarah's style. Take it or leave it. This is Sarah's style. I may uh, admire and be inspired by somebody else and what they do. But in the moment you try to mimic what somebody else does, you lose your own uniqueness, right? You are meant to do it your way because that is what you are fulfilling, that void out there. You're speaking yeah. to the people who are tuned into your channel. Don't and try and switch channels on them. No. <laughs> and that's the only way you can be the light. Yes. Right? Because if you try to be something else, it, your light dims and yeah. the attraction dims. Yeah. So you, you're, once again, you're blocking that ease. Yeah. You're blocking that um, ease. And we want that ease. The, the ease is when you're in flow. You know, when you're in knowingness. Well, how do you know those things? I don't know. I just know what I need to know when I need to know it. I don't need to go back and dissect it and validate it. It is what is needed in this moment. That is working with the spirit not trying to have one up on the spirit, not trying to intellectualize the spirit, but just working with the spirit. And when we work with it in flow, that's when things really get the green light to go. And it's beautiful because also too, what will happen is it creates something that we didn't even envision could be that beautiful. Yeah. Um, I always say that, you know, uh, I do my own shows every week where um, sometimes I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I'll just press the button and whatever comes out and I'll go with that. You know, yeah, yeah. sometimes it's something that hmm, I need to address that. <laughs> and that's where it is. But it's always whatever comes out because it's what needs to come out of me at the time. And very often, I'm, as I'm saying it, I'm listening to it and going, really? <laughs> mm -hmm. And 
that is uh, those creative juices going in flow. And again, is that we don't want you to paint by numbers. We want you to have this beautiful canvas there, right? And just have every color around you and then just blindly take a color and start painting that canvas and then take off the blindfold and look at what you've done. That was spirit painting with you, right? It's very often our own intellect will get in the way. And sometimes we have to shut up this little noggin up here and listen to the heart, soul and spirit because their intellect is far more divine and pure than our head is. Oh, absolutely. Totally is. You know, our, I call our head, it's like that ego, mm. you know, it's there for protection. It's mm. not there for growth. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's the problem. Sometimes we go to the wrong source within us yes, yes. for the information. Yes. So if you're going to the one that's supposed to protect you and keep you safe in the box. When you're trying to create, it will absolutely positively stop you. Hold on to your feet and stop you from flying out, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, the, oh, but, but what if? But, <laughs> but what if? And I say, sit on the butt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, instead of what if, go, what if it does work? Right? Change your tone. Change yes. your tone. <laughs> yeah. Spend time with a dreamer inside, you yeah. know? Spend time with a dreamer and then feel it, you know? Because... Because that, that one that keeps you stuck and, and keeps you blocked and held down, it, it's a horrible feeling. And that's your cue that, oh, something's not right. I need to shift. Because yes. it doesn't make you feel good. So why are you spending so much time there? Right, right. Why are we? You know, and um, a lot of time when people say, you know, I, I'm not a creative person. You know, I don't have that kind of imagination. Your creativity and your imagination may come out and manifest in another way. Maybe you're a very orderly person right? You are very structural. All right. Your creativity will come out in the way things need to be structured and organized in a way that becomes more efficient for people. That's still creativity. Yes, absolutely. Remember, we're unique. Yeah. It's not supposed to look the same. So we may use words that we all kind of have the same meaning for, but it's not going to manifest the same. Right. It's going to be so different and we get to play, have mm. fun with this. Like, there are certain things that are absolutely positively serious, but there's so much more that we could have fun with if we're in flow. Yeah. And, yeah. and if we're in joy. You know, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then it's telling you to change directions. You know, uh-huh. any time somebody says, oh, you know, this door got slammed on me or this came to an end and I don't know what to do. And I said, it's simply a redirect. Okay. You take all the skills that you've learned from what you've been before. And now you allow your dreams to come forth and apply those skills to that dream and go wandering, go wandering and explore what options are above you. Don't get panicked in the now of what do I do now? What do you do now? You suddenly have freedom, freedom to choose another path. And it's funny because we all say we want freedom, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But when it comes, it's like, uh, what do I do with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we're used to being told what to do from the Absolutely. second we're born, right? Oh don't God, do yes. this. Don't do that. Don't do yes. this. Don't do that. You must do this. You've got to conform. You should look like this. You should be that. And, you know, it's throw all of that away. Be your own beautiful, wonderful, eccentric, whatever you are self. Because we need your joy of living. 
your exuberance of life, your beautiful gift of purpose. We need that in the world. So please break down those walls and step out in wonderment. Absolutely. That's perfectly put. We do. We just need you. Yeah. We need you more than you ever will realize sometimes. Yes. Because you know, all and of us especially get in now in the now, in where we're at, in this time of space in the world, we need the creators, the wanderers, the explorers. We need you because you are that positive energy that's going to shift everything around. It's calling you. That's it, it. That's it. Your calling is there. It's nagging at you. I know those people, it's nagging at you right now. You're wondering why, because all this chaos, but let me be clear. The universe is telling you now, start now. And you don't have to know all the steps. You don't have to know how to figure everything out. You just got to take one, just yeah. one. That's it. Yes. You know, if you watch like um, the celebrity dancing, they're doing tangos, they're doing this, they're doing that. And then they do a freestyle right and you normally find the freestyle is when they're really in their flow because suddenly it's their steps they're in tune with the music it's not a step that somebody else has dictated they should do this way mm -hmm. and you can see you know the complete flow from it and mm -hmm. don't let limitations get in your way and we've all got obstacles and mm -hmm. I'll, I'll use that as an example there was a deaf guy um, on on the show he didn't feel the vibration from the ground of the music he felt nothing you know he heard nothing but he tapped into her emotional energy and he danced to the sound of silence it every time i watch it it just tugs at my heart he went on to winning the competition because he looked at another channel to relate to and didn't go well i can't hear it so how can i dance it he felt it and he danced to the feeling. Hallelujah. Right. That's the power. Yeah. That is that guidance system that yeah. we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. That can, it can change things. Because like you said, if you just saw the surface, deaf man, can't hear vibration. Oh, no, sorry. Can't be on the show. Yeah. No, no, no. Feeling. Yes. It changes the game. And, you know, I think also our veterans have done a lot for us at the, uh, because so many have come back with limbs missing. Mm -hmm. I've had a Bobby Hen line on here a few times. His hammy blew up, killed all his buddies and burnt his scalp right down, lost part of his arm. Mm -hmm. But he became a comedian as wow. a way of getting through it. Right. And wow. the veterans are there for the other veterans. And despite what they've gone through, they're there to uplift and help the, uh, their other fellow veterans and anybody going for post-traumatic stress, you know, yeah. go through it. And they have become the beacon of hope. Yeah. And don't, people don't look at them and go, you know, oh, you're, you're, you're so crippled, you can't do. They look at, wow, look what you can do. So don't, don't use an excuse of, you know, an obstacle that you have yeah. to, to not do something. There's mm -hmm. always something that you can do that will be an inspiration to someone else. Absolutely. Like you said earlier, we have to be the example. Yeah. You know, yeah. if we're living in alignment, we're automatically going to be an example. And we won't even realize how many people we'll touch or the impact we're really going to have. And we, we may never, ever know. You know, yeah. inspiration begets invitation. When you mm -hmm. inspire someone, you're inviting them to step up in their own lives. Well, if she can, I can. And, you know, how many people listening to the show today, I just go, you know, womb, I'm terribly sorry. Um, I thought you were just for baby making. And, you know, I am now going to listen to you and honor you because you are my core. Yeah, that's it. And that's crucial. 
because that will change your life just a little thing and because you're once again what are you doing you're showing love yes and you're getting yourself in alignment so that you can manifest and create what you want with ease you can give birth to love over and over and over again yes <laughs> and it comes from the daily world. minute yeah. by minute yeah and not be exhausted by it Right. <laughs> exactly it's the one relationship where it's probably easier to to you know, you don't have to compromise so much. Right. But you know, if you look at the women actually love birth, birth is excruciatingly painful. Uh, but the moment that child is put into your arms, you have forgotten every single bit of pain that was ever there. Okay. So whatever struggle you're going through right now, you're just in labor. Yeah. <laughs> Once you give birth to yourself yeah. and you hold yourself in your own arms and you feel the love of yourself and all that love that you have to give, every bit of struggle is worth it. Yes, absolutely. It, it totally is. It changes your life because you realize I have the power. I can do this. I have what it takes. Like we talked about earlier, filling that cup. I have what it takes to fill it. You know what I mean? And I have control over then how the rest of my life looks. Don't how look for I someone else to fill it. It's not somebody else's job, mm -mm. right? It's somebody else to guide you on how to fill it for yourself. Which octane to use? <laughs> right. But it's you that's got to fill it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then how powerful will you feel as a woman? Yeah. And then, you know, that is a perfect uh, segue into this um, program that you're doing with uh, Dr. Shelley Neglo. Mm -hmm. um, you know, tell us about that and what that entails and how people can be a part of that. Sure. Yeah, it's the power of feminine sexuality. And it really is a compilation of three of us coming together, which is really, really cool because you rarely get that. You normally get like one person and their specialty, but you get Dr. Shelley Negolo, you get Barbara, you get myself and Barbara's a nurse. So you're going to get the medical perspective because she owns a medical spa and how all of that works. So you'll get the full mechanics of the female body. You will also get from Dr. Shelley Negolo years of practice of working with women. Mm -hmm. of really helping them transcend their lives. And I mean on a spiritual level and an emotional level and how to make that permanent, that transition. So you stop those old habits from doing that. And for myself, you get what I call that whole mindset conversation that happens. How do we clear that up? How do we believe differently? How do we do things differently so that behavior yes. changes? You know, how, how do we love on that? Womb. <laughs> yes, and yes. how do we love on that womb and make that be the creative space? So yes, are we going to talk about the act of sex? Absolutely. Yeah. But it's so much bigger than that. And that's what we want women to understand, that you're so much more and you don't realize how that feminine power has can impact your life. Because we've always been, oh, feminine means small, it means yeah. soft, it means... You have no idea the power that you possess. And so that's what we're going to teach you is how to use your unique power. Cause it's all different for all of us, mm -hmm. our femininity, what that looks like, but how to use that and harness that to create the life that you absolutely love that you are excited to wake up to in the morning. And when things and challenges come, like you said, Sarah, it's like, okay, this is here. So how do I fix this? How do I solve it? You don't just break down and fall apart. You have tools and techniques that you can use that will trickle out in all areas of your life. So it's so important. 
before you get to the URL on that, you know, why do we look, why do we call Wonder Woman Wonder Woman? <laughs> because she is a wonder and her strength and her abilities and her, her persistence and her, um, her dignity and, and everything. We could be those Wonder Women right and you know where she needed to fight she could fight where she needed to love and be compassion she was but first and foremost she had to be wondrous to herself yeah. right that then you become the wonder woman so you know don't wonder if you're a woman you are a wonder woman <laughs> just that's become it, it. <laughs> that's it and right now here's the thing for the holidays we know the holidays are about to approach so for us women you know that means a lot of things yes you know we go into mode whatever mode that looks like in your family traditions um but what we're designing now because we're going into holiday mode is fun mm. ways to what we talked about fill that cup up right so we're going to give you pieces of this program in small doses, but a fun way. So when you come here, it'll be like a girl's night out mm -hmm. where you get rejuvenated. You'll learn some things, but we're going to have so much fun. And so if you're interested in that, if you're saying, you know what, I'm going to need some days, I'm going to yes. need a couple of hours throughout this period of time where I can rejuvenate and have fun and learn about my power and step more into that. So you can have ease during this season. Yes. Not get lost in the duty of it. Right. Yes. But it's of it yeah oh my gosh yes i want you guys to send me an email because we're doing this and we want to keep the group small so it's going to be because we want it to be intimate so that way you feel comfortable if there's something going on that you can share yeah and it's a sacred place so you can send me an email at info at lashondaherring.com can you spend lashonda herring for those that are listening love absolutely so it's l a s h o n d a H-E-R-R-I-N-G.com. And the first part is info at. So yeah, definitely shoot me an email. Say, hey, LaShonda, I'm interested. Let me have some of the details to see if it fits for you and works out for you. Right. And what about your own, um, your own network and your own program that you do individually? Sure. So for me, it's, it's pretty simple, guys. My website is www.thehonda.com zone z-o-n-e dot net and there you guys can link up you can send me a message you can sign up for my weekly blog that goes out and i do kind of like where we talk about being authentic i do my video blogs right after i work out so you will not see makeup you will not see the pretty you will see me right after i finish working out and share some wisdom because like you talked about sarah with that wind after that, being outside and doing the things I do, I have such clarity. So yes. I just share from that space. Um, so if you guys are interested in getting that information, definitely do that. I specialize in working with entrepreneurs um, and helping them manifest those dreams. Like I said, my mom's folder of dreams, that's my focus. But I do special programs throughout the year just for women. I do ceremonies and um, I love women's ceremonies, but we do sacred circles, things like that. So if you're interested, definitely get on my list. And definitely, you know, speak to you about how do I ignite my womb? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm it's it's life-changing. Mm. It really is. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, when you had spoken about it, when we did, we did a show on the program that you're going to be doing, which I will have here on your show page and people can go back and listen to that because they can actually get a taste of all three of you together and what you're going to be doing. But when you mentioned about the womb, it was a light bulb, you know, and it was, wow, you know, we're, 
we talk about the womb as as being the life source you know i've been the creative look what it creates another human being right and but then we seem to dismiss the womb afterwards and that's where we where we go you know fall down it's a it can continue to give birth if not to another human being but to creativity to to love to um just to to your own equilibrium to your own truth right so that core feeling i get that i can't go against if i for me i think it's the heart womb in sync with each other yes. if it doesn't feel right i can't do it because they've Absolutely. said no right so. Absolutely. And we teach women that even when I work with my entrepreneurs, if they're, if they're females, we talk about business from a female perspective. How do you do that? And I incorporate the womb in that because I think that's so important. It's so crucial for them to do their business from a space that's in alignment and that's in sync. In sync. <laughs> it's not just a boy band right <laughs> it's where we need to be right yes. exactly so it is the hzone.com and info.net sorry dot net mm -hmm. i haven't got the glasses on and then info at lashondaherring.com and uh, so people can reach you out on any one of those. They can ask about the, the course that's going on right now or whatever else you're doing. Do you have um, like an intro where people can have a call with you for a few minutes just to see if there's a connection? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, we talk about alignment, right? Mm -hmm. I don't take on any client without connecting with them first to see if we're a right fit. Right. Yeah. So yeah, very rarely will you ever see me offer a program without having conversation with you or just if you need resources. Yes. That's the other thing. I am available for, for a consultation for resources because I may be the right fit or you may have something that's not my area of expertise. So I want to make sure I give you guidance in the right direction. Exactly. Exactly. And that is support and that's sisterhood as well. Yes. <laughs> right? Being able to, you know, I'm not, um, this is not my forte. Um, so I'm going to guide you into another area, um, yeah. another person, which is the way it should be. This has been a delight. Thank you so much, Lashonda. And some wonderful womb talk here for sure. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, we're, we're looking at a time in history where we desperately, desperately, desperately need everyone to step up. And, uh, you know, we are the solution we seek. We are the peace we seek. We are the harmony we seek. We are the abundance we seek. We've got to understand it's all here within this vessel. And when we align with our spirit, with our divine, and we channel that wonderful wisdom, we now have the, the skills and the tools and the uniqueness and the knowledge on how to use it. And it's don't be afraid of it. Let go of the old patterning. You know it doesn't work because you're unhappy. So just be willing to change directions, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember, you are your guru. You can do this. I don't care where you are in your life. I don't care what it looks like on the outside. You can go within and redirect and rechannel and get the guidance you need with ease. You are made to do it. And you could end up glowing and looking 30 years younger than she should uh, <laughs> because of it, because she aligned. So uh, remember, whatever you're doing when you're at ease and you're in enjoyment of what you do and you're really sharing and you're really having a positive impact, it will reflect on your life physically, emotionally, spiritually, energetically in a very positive way. So that's another good reason to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Thank you so much, Sarah, for having me. This has been great. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it myself. So I'm so glad you could come along and share womb talk. And um, 
you know, folks, please reach out to LaShonda, have a chat with her. Uh, listen to the other show that we did with uh, all three of them, look into their program. Even as she said, they're doing it step by step and they're going to make it fun. You can have your glass of wine while you're doing it, right? This is what it's oh, about. Yeah, exactly. It's not meant to be a heavy duty type thing, but it is revealing. You will have aha moments. You will have those moments of connection uh, with self, with, with a memory, with an understanding of, oh, that's why that happened. And you will be able to make better choices for yourself because you'll be better equipped. So join the party and have some fun and at the same time, liberate yourself, liberate your womb. All right. <laughs> Until next time, folks, I wish you all well. Bye for now. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.